Hi everyone, welcome to SAMA, a program which invites experts each week to discuss a topic from their area of expertise. And this week we are delighted to have Monica Levin to teach us about how to receive health information. Do you ever feel confused about your career, your relationship or your health? Are you paying attention to messages that are received by your mind? Do you know that you have answers to all your questions within you? Your answers come from your divine mind. Through your body-soul bridge, you can receive supplements, food, symptoms, gratitude, thoughts, imprints, and reach deeper levels of wholeness and step into your future with confidence. Monica Levin is a corporate speaker, certified body language trainer, workshop leader, and a facilitator for appreciation in the workplace. Monica has been helping people regain their health and vitality since, am I allowed to say this? Since 1987. I know, isn't that crazy? It's a long time. You don't, you don't look old <laughs> enough to actually ever be doing that. And that's the time of the crash chewing. People truly needed you. And it's poured well, in you know what? Zoom has that soft focus feature. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to start using that. Now, Monica has poured her knowledge, experience, heart and soul into her work. And she'll talk about how to discover what you need so you can live a longer, healthier and a better life by using simple do-it-yourself techniques. Monica, welcome to our show. It's fantastic to have you with us. Thank you. I'm so excited. This is fun. Fun to be together. So tell me, how did you come to become, how did you start to be involved in finding a way of finding answers. <laughs> okay, long story, let's see. Um, let's, yep, let's, let's as, hear it. As a child, I was ill a lot. Yes. I used to have intestinal problems, a lot of diarrhea, headaches, uh, cold sores, canker sores. My legs would hurt at night. I used to oh. have to wrap them in my grandfather's woolen undershirts you know, the ones that he wasn't wearing anymore. I yes. wrapped my knees and ankles in them at night. Gosh. Um, and doctors didn't know what was going on. I mean, this mm. was the 60s and into the 70s. And right. People weren't aware of mm. what might be causing it. Right. My teen years got a little bit better, maybe because I used to cook more for myself and eat a lot of rice and my older sister, talking about China, used to tell me I was adopted in Chinese <laughs> because I ate rice all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I still have my 25-pound bag of jasmine rice in my house. Oh, my goodness. From, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I went to, uh, so I grew up in Montreal, then I went to Ontario to go to university, and I was studying engineering. Yes. And in my last year of engineering, I started to get sick again. Oh, my goodness. To a traditional doctor. Yes. And he hands me this thing. He says, just take this fluid every day. Yes. So I, I don't even remember. I just took it every day. I yes. went back a week later. I said, it doesn't do anything. So he said to me, well, just double it. Oh. I said, you know, I don't think so. I think it's related to food. Okay. I said, can you refer me to a dietitian? So he sent me to a traditional dietitian who said, mm. honey, you just need more fiber in your diet. Every time you eat yogurt, just mix in some bran or germ. Right. Instead of whole wheat, regular bread, eat whole wheat bread. Yes. Uh, instead of 
unrefined thing, unrefined um, cereal mm. have refined cereal have like whole wheat cereal and yeah. corn is a great source of fiber. She says to me, sure. well, here I'm a student. I'm poor thinking corn. I love corn, <laughs> right? I love popcorn. So I do what she says yes. and I got thicker and sicker oh. and sicker. Yeah. And my supervisor, I was working in a lab, had all the engineering students that was on his team out to his farm. And while everyone was on the pond fishing, I was inside because there's no way I was getting on that raft because yeah. what if I had to go to the bathroom, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm talking to his wife and I said, so I have this problem. Hmm. And she said to me, this was 1987. She says to me, I know a woman who can help you. I said, well, what does she do? She says, she's a holistic nutritionist. And I asked the most important question was, does she use needles? Because if she used needles, I was not going. <laughs> okay. I thought the most important question was, how much is she? No, does she use needles? Does she not? Okay. Monica was terrified of needles by then. Yes. So she said, no needles, no needles, but I'm not going to tell you what she does. Oh, okay. So I called this woman and I went to her and she did muscle testing or applied kinesiology to determine what <laughs> foods, bless you, Thank you. what foods I, sh I should eat and which ones I should avoid. And I went home and within three days, my intestinal stuff stopped. Gosh. After a month, after a month, no more headaches, no more cold sores, no more leg. My leg pains were gone. Yes. And after four months, uh, well, family friendly, my menstrual cramps stopped. Right. Right. It was a miracle. Wow. And of course, I had to tell my family. So I dragged my mother, I dragged my father, my sisters, cousins. Everyone came to see this woman. And she did applied kinesiology, which is one of the methods that I teach in the book. Yes. I teach how to muscle test other people. It's one way to get a message through your body from your divine mind as to what your body wants and doesn't right. want. Right. And as all these people came to see her, I sat in on the sessions when they were comfortable and learned how to do muscle testing. So as soon as I walk out of her office, I'm like pulling all this stuff out of the fridge. And I say, sit down here. This is the coolest test. I like all everyone that walked into my house. I, maybe I lost a few friends. I'm not sure. You know, well, the ones you keep a real friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's quite, quite a story. Now, what foods were, uh, were not good for you? Mine were the most common ones to be intolerant to, which is milk and milk products. Yes. Wheat, corn, oh. refined white sugar. I know. And uh, a lot of people, around 40% of the population that I've tested are intolerant to soy, but I'm okay with soy. Okay. And a lot of people are also intolerant to oranges. Creates too much acidity in the body. Interesting. Those are the most common ones. And I ended up becoming a holistic nutritionist and testing people. And at the time, of course, we didn't have the internet to Google all kinds of uh, recipes, right? So I put together a couple of cookbook recipe books for people so they could still make their desserts with no wheat, right? Or 
vegan meals or just a general book. So I made those for my clients. But after a few years of testing people, when someone would ask me a question, I would just know the answer. It's a little freaky, you know? You'd ask me a question and I'd either feel an expansive yes or a no answer. And if I start to ask questions in my head, I would start to feel this yes and no. And I thought, this must be what people call inner guidance. So I told some other holistic practitioners what was happening to me because it was kind of freaking me out. I mean, it's one thing to get answers for muscle testing. That was pretty cool. But to just know things or ask questions in my head and know yes or no was, yeah, a little freaky. Well, it's one is an extension from the other, though, because muscle testing is still a bodily response, as is just the immediate answer that's inside you, but it's amplified. So a weakness or change in strength, much as a pendulum is up. And, uh, and now exactly. we're going to... Yes, yes. And so I needed confidence in that. And I went and learned different techniques. And just like you say, pendulum, pendulum, yes. one of the techniques I teach is, I call it the inner pendulum, where your body will rock front to back for a yes, is what I intend, or side to side for a no, instead of muscle testing other people with a strong response is a yes and a weak one is a no. Yes, yes. It's, it's really amazing. I've wanted for such a long time to get an expert to, to talk about this, and now we have one. This is it's brilliant. Okay, so um, let's go through the muscle testing. For viewers that are watching now, there'll be some viewers that won't be aware of muscle testing. Can you please explain to us how you do muscle testing and how it provides the answer? Yes. For me, muscle testing is like, is like a lie detector test. If I want to see if you're lying, I can hook you up to one of those lie detector machines and it tests your whatever vital signs, right? I ask you a question, you give an answer, and the results of the graph will determine if you're testing, telling the truth or not. Well, this is like not having that machine, but relying on the body soul to give us an answer because our bodies, our minds, our uh, chemical system, physical system, electrical system, we're receivers for information. And muscle, I don't have a volunteer here, so let's see. I have some pictures in my book of how to muscle test other people, but we will do how to muscle test yourself. Great. Yeah. So I can do this on the screen. I just have a picture of me with my son. Yes. As an example. Yes. And on my website, the body, uh, on the website, Body Soul Bridge, I made videos. So when you buy the book, you can log in and watch the videos. I have a demo video of me muscle testing someone. But we can test ourselves, you know, ask questions of ourselves and see if we have a strong response or a weak response. Because if you lie, if you say something that's not true, your body gets weaker. We have a systemic response, our whole body response. Right. Is that how you describe it, John? Because you're familiar with muscle testing. Yes, well, I actually use it. Well, I am familiar with it, but 
I was doing muscle testing for a while. I found I wasn't very good. But I found that when I asked the question, I'd immediately know the answer anyway. I'd, I, it's like a flash in my mind. This is, this is the answer. Like, should I, I do a lot of designing in, during the day, a normal day. And quite often there'd be a crossroad. And which, which left, right, left, right. And then I'll be, I might even think about it for hours. And then I, I think it out loud, you know, which one should I go? And then the answer comes straight away. And that's the path I take. Um, because that's muscle rich. testing, especially self-muscle testing, it doesn't seem, I can't really discern much change from a yes to a no from a true or false answer. Yeah. I think it's brilliant that you trust your answers. Me being this doubting engineer, I was thinking, who am I talking to? Is this real? Is it not? And when I hear an answer, would hear an answer in my head, I would say, where's that answer coming from? And is this true? <laughs> well, that's so I right. The, the, the steps, you know, step one, step two, step three, step mm -hmm. four. Mm -hmm. And so that I can ask, you know, when I get an intuitive hit or answer about something, just like you said, should I go left or right in this project I'm doing? And I would hear, go right. I'd say, yeah. are you saying go right? And then, yes. Yeah, or you, no. learn, you learn not to question, you just, just do it. It's something I think right. that children have the innate ability and it's, it's thrashed out of us through our yeah. formal education because it's got to be worked out on a pen and paper. If it can't be expressed on a pen and paper, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Except we know differently. Well, yeah. You know, the, uh, it's the process of learning to trust it all over again. Yeah, relearning, relearning. That's why when someone's learning how to test themselves, I suggest starting with something that you're not emotionally attached to. For example, if I'm asking my divine mind how many vitamin C capsules I should take a day, it doesn't matter to me whether I get, if I, if I hear take one or take three, it doesn't matter. Right. But if, if I'm asking what food should I stop eating and it says stop eating wheat, I'm not going to listen because I'm emotionally attached to. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, so you start with things that, you're not emotionally attached to. Okay. When I first started to really try to embrace my intuition, when my children were with their father, I would meditate and once in a while I'd hear in my head, time to go adventuring. That's what we called it. So I'd go with my divine mind, angels, guides, whatever word you like. I'd get in the car and I'd start driving and I'd hear turn left, turn right, turn left, turn right. And I would just follow whatever I heard. Just to practice, practice listening. Can I share a story? I know you're, you're the expert, but, but this is maybe you can throw some insight to this. I, was, I also go for wanders, and I, in Australia they call them walkabouts, and I love that word. And, yes. and, but I wasn't just wandering. I was being directed, now go down here, but there's nothing there. Just keep on going straight. And I went for miles, and I, I ended up, at the gates of a, one, of the, one of the best temples in Nanjing. And wow. so, of course, I went and explored and everything, but, and it's become my temple. It's, it just drew me there. And right next door, I got drawn to that as well, was an orphanage. 
And so he supported this orphanage as well. I just got, this is, I couldn't avoid it. I just got drawn in. But it's in the countryside. It's miles and miles away from where you'd normally go. And the road is long and it's straight and it's boring. It looks like there's nothing there. But then these two, you know, the, the orphanage and the temple. Now, that couldn't have been my inner self guiding me because I've never been there before or had never been there before. So how, how would that have worked? Well, John, what I see there is just a tiny little fraction of who you are. You are an infinite being. And the, your larger self knows everything. So it knows where you need to go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're an infinite being that is eternal. Is that, that's, doesn't that sound good? Yeah, I'm getting it so curtain, it's a bit heavy. <laughs> well, the, yeah, I was so glad I had practiced adventuring because one time I had gone downtown Detroit, I don't remember why, and I was not in a nice area of town, I was lost. And oh. there was no way I was going to get out of the car with all these abandoned buildings around and try and yeah. find someone for directions. You know, it was before cell phone days. So I just said get me out of here. And I just heard turn left, turn right, turn left, turn right. And it got me to the highway like this. Wow. And wow. I got home. Yeah. Yeah. So it can bring you on wonderful adventures just like yours, where you <laughs> manage to find something that gave you nourishment, your temple, and a place where you can help others. The or orphanage is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, yeah. Well, I didn't have any reason not to go wandering needlessly yes, by myself and you know so that, that is incredible so muscle testing can be used for yes no answers yes okay can you um show us an example of muscle testing on yourself like how right. can someone go to a supermarket yes okay okay one of them, all right let's uh take let, let's do this one first okay. right, make two okay sound make two okay signs like this yeah now this is the muscle the the connection we're going to test one hand uh usually your non-dominant hand if you're right-handed then it's going to be your left hand okay so are you right-handed or left-handed uh right-handed okay so it'll be your left hand okay and then you take the other okay sign and you intertwine them yes so what we're going to do is we're going to ask a question. Usually I start with just show me what a yes answer feels like. And you go to pull them apart. And with a yes answer, your non-dominant circle should, yes. should stay intact. So if you're pulling, it shouldn't break. Yes. Would be a yes answer. Okay. But you're trying hard to hold your left one intact as okay. you're pulling with your right one. Okay. And then a no answer, when you say, show me a no, show me a no, show me a no, then the left one weakens. Okay. Another, way to, another way to test it is to make an okay sign with your non-dominant hand. Yes. And we're going to try and break this with like a little beak. Okay. So you're going to try and push it apart like this. Okay. So show me a yes, and the circle should remain intact, and show me a no, and it'll break. Yes. Okay. And no. Okay. So once you find a method that's good for you, we're also going to mm. do a short meditation to do the inner pendulum. 
Okay, right. You're right. my guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> and once we get in yes and no inside, you can ask questions about how many, do you tell me, you ask your body, your divine mind, do you tell me to take any vitamin C today? And it would say yes or no. If it's a yes, you ask how many? One, two, so mine said one. You can ask about food. Yes. You can ask about symptoms. Yes. If I have high cholesterol, what do you tell me to do about it? Tell me to turn on the spooky too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do this in the supermarket um, on the sly. You can see, well, this, is this product good for me? Is this good for me? Exactly. Okay. And if you're, for example, guided to take vitamin C and you go to the store and there are five vitamin Cs, yes. you test each one to find which one is ideal for your body. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So wow. we can each find our temples and our orphanages. <laughs> <laughs> Turn left, yes. Turn right, no. <laughs> well, because it can be done without any equipment, it can be done... Um, you don't want to be seen in the supermarket with equipment, you know, swaying and, you know, um, you, you want to be a little bit discreet and you can do this if you do that. Yeah. And the more you're in touch with it, you can find more, uh, what's the word, I guess, discreet ways to do it. For example, I've been doing it so many years that I, I if I want a yes, my, my divine mind will move my index finger up and a no, it'll be the thumb. So I'll just rest it here and I'll say, show me a yes, show me a yes. Hold on, show me a yes. There we go. And it goes. So yes will look like that. And I say, show me a no. And that'll go. And it's more discreet. But it takes time to learn it and trust it. Just like you were saying, you weren't sure about muscle testing, but you learned to trust the inner knowing that you would have. And when we start to trust it, life becomes very fun. So last fall, yes, last November, October, November, my friend, dear friend Carla said, why don't you come over for dinner? I have something to show you. I said, well, what, what do you want to show me? She says, something called the spooky tube. So I hear in my head, buy the spooky tube. So I say to her, well, my guidance just told me to buy it. What is it? She says, don't buy it yet. You have to come look at it. And my guidance is going, just buy this spooky tube, buy it. So I delayed a couple of days. I was only going there a couple of days later. And she showed me your software and, and the concept and the remote healing. She had the XM generators. And I thought, this is fantastic. So immediately I buy the spooky tube. I started with a kit with the two XM generators. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started to use it. Now, you know, it's not like I had anything wrong right? I didn't have any health challenges I wanted to overcome, really. But my guidance told me to do a biofeedback scan every week. And I'd say, I don't know if this is working. And I'd hear in my head, yes, it's working. I'd go, All right. So I do it. And uh, then I'd say, I don't know that this works. And my guidance says, yes, it works. <laughs> so, of course, I give myself a situation to prove to myself that it works, right? Right. Mm. So I got on vacation for a week and I got sick. I got a cold and a flu. I come back. I'm feeling terrible. Mm. So I'm thinking, and my guidance says, muscle test yourself for what to turn on. Yes. So muscle test.
testing. I'm trying to find programs, right? I turn on whatever I'm guided to and I feel like a little bit better. Day one, I feel a little bit better. Day two, I feel a little bit better. Day three, I was still sick. But I had been coughing so much, I couldn't do that biofeedback scan with uh, spooky posts because yes. I was moving. Yes. But it had gotten just enough better that I could do the scan. So I lay right. down, I did the scan, and I turned on the frequencies. And within two hours, I was remark remarkably a lot better, a lot better. Okay. So now what I do, I do the scan every week, and then I add to it whatever frequencies I muscle test appropriate for. But it made sense to me that, that just muscle testing wasn't enough. I had to do the biofeedback scan because when I looked at, did the reverse lookup, a lot of the frequencies weren't even registered in any of the programs. There, was no, there were no results for them. Right. So I knew that it's so individual that I had to do that. I mean, it's all about me. My life is only about me, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the biofeedback makes that happen. And that's what I continue to do to this day. So now when I think, oh, it isn't working, I hear my guides, my divine mind angels say, yes, it works. I trust them. I say, okay, I'll just keep doing it. The, um, it's, it's, it's amazing. That. The, um, the biofeedback portion of Spooky 2, the graph background turns green and red. The purpose of that is for muscle testing. This, you're the first. So, uh, well, so because of course, you know, green is yes, and that's when your body is strong, and the heartbeats are strong, and the red is a no. So this is way back when I first started doing the coding for that part. Why I chose to do it, you know, I wanted to incorporate muscle testing, even though I was new to muscle testing back then. I, I was aware of it and I wanted to incorporate that into Spooky. So you can lie down there with your pulse connected, not actually do a sweep or be connected to any uh, TENS pads or hand cylinders and use it only for muscle testing. Ask a you question. You can just ask questions and then you'll see green or red. Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's brilliant. So the... Um, the programs, how, how can you use muscle testing to find which programs to run? Because the Spooky2 database is huge. How it would is you, huge. So how would you go about it? Well, I usually, I usually ask questions. I'll, I'll, I'll close my eyes and then I'll ask, what word should I type in? And I'll get a word. Sometimes okay. I'll just get intestines or okay. I'll get hypertension okay. or and if I can if I can't figure it out I muscle test each letter of the alphabet <laughs> until I get like like I can't receive the message I'm going a b c c c letter c is it uh constipation is it candida is it so I try and think of words that begin with the letter c questions when you're muscle testing until I get to something like, for example, some programs are candida that says candida and some say candidiasis. Yes. So when I type it in, I just put in the C-A-N-D-I. Yes. And then they all come up and then yes. I test each one that comes up. 
until okay. I find the frequencies because there's so many options. Yes. People have had success with different frequency combinations. If, if I gather that right. Yes. Yes. And then I test, the, I test for them to figure out which frequency combination is best for me. Very interesting. If, yeah. um, so you've got a screen full of programs. Do you go down one by one? Should I run this one? Yes, no. Or the next one? Yes, no. Do you go like this? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sometimes uh, I have a couple of clients that we use the Spooky 2 on them. They, they don't want to buy their own, so they come here and, and <laughs> scan them. And then, and then we uh, do the muscle testing. Yes. So let's say I, I type in a word and there's some that don't appear to be related programs that come up because maybe that word is in the description right 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 not in the title of the program mm. so i inter i intuit the word to type in okay and then my first question is am i to run any programs that are currently showing on this list oh i, understand. I get a yes then i just go down and find the ones that I get a yes to. If the answer is no, then I have the wrong word. And I say, well, what's the word? <laughs> that would save a lot of time. Otherwise, it'd be a lot of yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, right down. This is why I was asking because it could be 25 programs you've got to try and work your way through. Well, eventually, if it's 25 programs, you get pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> and you just look. And sometimes, uh, before we recorded this, John and I had some fun with with angel cards, we pull the card, right? So it's another way to use your intuition, right? So as we went through it, I mixed them and then I moved them one at a time and John told me which one to choose. Well, how did he know? He didn't know consciously, but his intuition was telling him. So if you have a list and you look down the list, maybe one of the programs looks brighter, the typeface looks a little darker, or your attention is just drawn there. So that's the one you test, you confirm. Are you saying yes to that one or no to that one? It's what a lot of people term intuition, just a feeling. They can't explain yeah. it. Science can't explain it. But you just know. It's like when you're sitting at lights in a car and you know someone, that clown that's in the next light is staring at you. And you look at, look around, and, and they are. And you make that awkward yeah. eye, eye contact, and then you kind of quickly look away again. <laughs> well, that's one way you can give them. That's right. And so it's, it's, a, it's a similar thing, isn't it, where you, you've got to connect with the, the, uh, connect with the universe around you, I guess, and become more sensitive. Yes. Because through your inner journey. Mm -hmm. And something else that I really, really love about doing biofeedback scans is that I can let it run and I don't have to think about it. Because a huge factor in healing is to have a positive attitude, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. If I'm always worried about it, Oh, I have this condition. Uh, maybe my pancreas isn't feeling good, or and I'm worrying and I'm taking score with a biofeedback. I just trust that it's fine. I turn it on, and I if I feel a feeling in my body, I just say, "Oh, my generator's taking care of it. Spooky two's going," and I can relax into it. Choose to be happy in the rest of my life if my health isn't exactly what I wanted. 
mm. and reduce the stress levels. Right. So I'm, I'm really a fan of remote, but I've only tried, <laughs> I have a number of XM generators and I have the generator X because I love that fast scan. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and let's talk about, let's talk about pendulums, the body pendulum. This is the first yeah. I've heard of this where your body sways like this way and this way. Yes. Yes. So let's go through the cleansing process that I do with my clients. Okay. Cause I, I always try and sit, tell them we want to clean our energy fields and have the intention that we have a clear connection. Right. Otherwise it's, trying to talk to somebody on a cell phone where you have bad connection and your divine mind is saying constipation and you're going, Candina, you know, you can't hear them. That's just a way to clear your connection. So you're my guinea pig, right? And whoever happens to be on this call or watching at a later date, they can follow along. Okay. Um, We cleanse our energy fields on the outside of our bodies and on the inside of our bodies. So on the outside, I take my hands and I imagine they're my psychic lint brushes, you know? So wipe off your energy field down in front of you, yep. just like this. You want me to repeat yep. it? Yep. Yes, you're doing it. Down in front, good. Yeah. And then up over your head, down the back of your neck and your shoulders. Okay. And then your arms. Okay. Then we'll do one more time down in front. Now, sometimes when people do this, they feel chills. You know, the little, one of my clients called them God bumps. <laughs> you clean off your energy field. Yep. Okay. And now I'm going to lead you through a cleansing meditation for the inside. I'm going to have you close your eyes and just relax into your chair. I'll keep my eyes open. (laughs) And I'm going to have you take slow, deep, measured breaths in and out of your nose. Patrick McEwen would be very proud of us. (laughs) So we're going to do our nose breathing down into your diaphragm. And I'm going to have you imagine that every time you inhale, that you're inhaling white light in through the top of your head and in through the bottom of your feet to your heart. And every time you exhale, you exhale uh, any darkness that you might feel, see, sense, or know is inside of you. You're exhaling darkness out through the top of your head and out through the bottom of your feet. And you continue to take slow breaths where you inhale white light in through the top of your head and in through the bottom of your feet to your heart and exhale any darkness out through the top of your head and out through the bottom of your feet. And with every breath, you notice that the darkness gets lighter and lighter and lighter. And I'm going to have you intend that in the next two breaths, all remaining darkness is exhaled. And now as you continue to breathe, 
Continue to breathe in white light. And it makes the white light that you are brighter and brighter and brighter. You're inhaling and exhaling white light. And it feels like, or maybe looks like in your mind's eye, looks like you're standing in a column of white light. And this column of white light is your connection to your divine mind or God above and God below. Everyone has their own connection to divinity, to God, your divine mind, angels, guides. But sometimes people can't feel their own connection. And they will unconsciously or sometimes consciously reach out to other people's energy fields and feed off your energy. If this is happening to you in your mind's eye, it might look like you have strings or cords of energy attached to your column of white light. So I'll have you just continue to imagine yourself in your column of white light. Yes. <laughs> and in your mind, look around or see, see or feel if you have any strings or cords of energy attached to you. And if you do, unplug them and send them on their way so that you're nice and compacted and there's nothing attached to you. If you uh, want to, well, no, just let other people have their own connection and don't let them feed off of you. Now, sometimes we want to help other people or we want to influence a situation and we send our energy out to them. And that's not good either. That can diminish your vitality and your health. So if you notice that you have sent your energy out to a person or out to a situation, pull all of your energy cords in. Again, so you're not connected to anything. Now we have people that we love and we want to help, but instead of sending them your energy, what you're going to do is imagine them in their own column of white light so that they can feel their own connection. That way it does not drain you at all. And the last thing I want you to do is imagine that you are surrounded by a cylinder of steel that has no top and no bottom. So the cylinder of steel protects um, no so that the white light still enters. And make the inner diameter of the cylinder of steel as wide as you feel guided to. I want you to make it so that it does not restrict your movement in any way. You can still somersault dance, run around, do whatever you want in your column of white light, and the cylinder of steel does not restrict you. And you can make this cylinder of steel as thick as you feel guided to. Maybe when you're around people that you are comfortable with, you could make it microscopically thin so that it's transparent and no one knows that you have this protection around you. And if you go somewhere where there's a lot of toxicity or anger or other kinds of emotions that you don't want to be subjected to. You can make it an inch thick. If we're in metric, there we go, a few centimeters thick. <laughs> and it will protect your energy field. Now, keeping your eyes closed, mm -hmm. your divine mind or your angels and guides can hear your thoughts and you can hear theirs. So in your mind, I want you to say to your guidance, 
your intuition, your unconscious mind, your angel's guides, you say to them, please rock my head front to back for me so I can feel it. Please rock my head front to back for me so I can feel it. Okay. Good, you felt it? Good. This is gonna be your yes answer, just like with muscle testing, you have a yes answer. Now you say to your divine mind, angels, guides, you say, please rock my head side to side for me, like ear to shoulder, so I can feel it. Please rock my head side to side for me so I can feel it. Brilliant. Very slight, extremely slight. Yeah, yeah I could see it. And once you feel your yes and no, that's your inner pendulum. And there are three ways. I'm going to show you the other two ways to do it as well. But the first question we ask is, is my energy field 100% cleansed and compact, which is what we just did. And you will either get a front to back yes or a side to side no. Is my energy field 100% cleansed and compact? And what do you get? I get a yes. I don't Great. I don't have to verbose that question, do I? I can just ask it in my mind. Right. Just like you hear your answers, just like you heard, keep going down this road, they can hear you. So you can have your inner conversations. You don't have to. Unless, I mean, if you want to say it out loud, you could pretend you have a Bluetooth on your phone. <laughs> you hear and walk around the grocery store and say, should I buy this? You know. Not a good one. <laughs> okay. If people can't feel the head pendulum, we can do it with the torso. So people that are watching, or John, I'm going to have you do this too. I just go to the my edge of your head. chair. <laughs> you go to, you just move to the edge of your chair so your back is not supported. Okay. Then you just ask. Uh, don't lean on the table because you want your, your guidance to be able to rock your whole torso. So you, you say to them. The <laughs> <laughs> You say, rock my whole torso front to back for me. Okay. Rock my torso front to back for me. Right. Yeah, and that's often easier to feel than the head. And you say, rock my whole torso side to side for me. Okay. Great. And that's, that's another way to do it. Now, if people can't feel the head rocking or the torso, I have them stand up, and here I am standing. So I say, put your feet together so you can't hold your balance because our minds are so strong, we're going to resist our inner knowing, right? Our inner guidance, our pendulum. So if you have your feet together and you're standing and you say, rock my whole body front to back for me, then it's harder to resist and you can feel it better. Or please rock my body side to side for me. And people can feel that one the easiest. So when you're checking out that vitamin C capsule at the store, you just hold it here and you'll either get a front to back yes or a side to side no, and you know which oh, that's brand. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So that's how you can connect and get your yeses and no's. And then the rest is just playing 20 questions. Yes. Like if I, you know, we have intuitive centers in the body. We have one here. We have one here. So sometimes I'll walk around the day and then all of a sudden I'll get this anxious feeling. Think, oh, why am I anxious? There must be something wrong. Well, there's nothing wrong. 
Sometimes it's my intuition wanting to give me a message, right? And it mm. comes in here, so it makes me feel anxious. Right. But now I know it's not anxiety. I just say, oh, you want to tell me something. And if I can't intuit it, I ask my 20 questions. Is it something about my physical, mental, or emotional, or spiritual bodies? And I'll get a yes or a no to each one. Or is it something about my personal life, or my social life, or my business life? You know? Right. And this can be used for everything. When I was in sales, I had my piles of things to do at work, and I would run my hand over the piles, da, 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 pile one, no, two, three. When I got a yes, I knew that was the job I had to do, the task <laughs> I had to do right then. <laughs> oh. You know, you have to call back customer Z. Customer Z. And uh, I'm thinking, oh, I need to call so-and-so. Customer Z, and I hear in my head, no, don't call. But I have to call them, I argue, of course, with my guidance. But I have to call them. No, don't call them. Okay, so I don't call. I'm doing something else, and all of a sudden I hear, call customer Z. So I pick up the phone, I call them. <laughs> yeah, there they go. It's amazing. I just walked in the room. How did you know I was going to be here? Miracles happen all the time, and it's so much fun to be an active participant in the miracles. It is. Coincidences happen all the time, but they're not coincidences at all. Right, just um, like you when you're doing your designs. You <laughs> use it all the time in your design and the creative process, right? Well, a lot of the things which I'm doing has never been done before, so I can't turn to uh, previous literature. So which way do you turn? It's basically a um, just a gut feeling. I don't know what you, word you'd use, but... It is a guidance for sure, you know, which way yeah. to go. And you've got to, you've got to listen, otherwise you're wasting your time and finding the wrong way of doing things. And if we are infinite beings, then we have access to all knowledge. So why not use that access? Right. But it's just a matter of, do we have the vocabulary? For example, I'm not going to give someone advice on legal issues because i don't have the vocabulary i can't receive the messages for them for legal issues but if i go to a lawyer and a lawyer says to me well we have three choices we could do this this or this he ha he or she has the vocabulary and i have my inner guidance and right. my inner guidance tell me is that person correct option one two or three right that's interesting it's a very powerful tool isn't it right yeah just like if i decide i want to go see a medical doctor hmm. i can pull up all kinds of names and ask my guidance which one i should go see right do you use a pendulum on a string or a chain i used to i have one downstairs but i don't anymore i feel my brain can control it too well Okay, it's really what when you it, want. When my guidance moves my body, um, I can't control it as well. So I get the messages more impartially. Understand, understand. Like there's some areas where I'm much too attached. Like I can't get guidance on romance. <laughs> it won't tell me. <laughs> yes, go out with that guy. Don't go out with that guy. I get no answers because... 
I just don't. So I just have to go out with that guy, go out with that guy and just wait and see what happens. Things where I'm not attached, like how many vitamin C, I can get clear answers. Right, right. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> a bit too much, too much, too much detail, but I, I understand. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> what, what role does meditation have? Does, does that help you get closer to your inner self? I would, I would say so. Yes. Um, when you have a very active mind, like I do, um, it's easier to have something to visualize. That's why I like the cleansing meditation that I do. Okay. Because then my mind is busy imagining white light. Yes. And it's a way for me to calm my mind. Yes. And you practice meditation? Uh, not as much as I should. I used to do it quite regularly, but uh, recently. What was your favorite thing to to do? It's uh, I do transcendental meditation. Um, and in that, don't you have a mantra that you focus on? I was given a mantra by by my teacher. I found. It didn't really help me a lot, the mantra, but I could put my mind in the right state without it. And so I've, nice. um, and so I don't use the mantra anymore. I mean, mantras are boring. <laughs> I mean, is this me, my character <laughs> flaws shining out like a, like a spotlight now? I, um, I'm the sort of person I like, I really like variety and mantras, same word over and over and over and over. It, to me, that, that put up a resistance to, to for me to accept to go you know, to to go to different levels of mind mind states it, it, it prevented me if you like and I found that um, it was easier for me just to relax and do the visualization visualizations I do generally most nights anyway even if I'm not meditating prior to falling asleep that half awake half asleep and getting deeper and then seeing imagery or not imagery as the case may be um, I found I could that, that for me work better. I think I guess there's no fixed way that works for everybody. Absolutely, uh, we're so individual. We have to find our own way and be open to changing it. Because what works for me today may not work for me in a year. Interesting. So to be flexible within ourselves, right? Yes. Just yes. because it worked once, it doesn't mean it will continue to work. That's why. You know, when you think about medications in the body, for example, maybe a medication will work for a short period of time and then it stops working. Maybe our belief system changes. Our bodies change all the time. Our minds change. And it's about doing our best to receive our messages in the moment, be in touch with their intuition and open to whatever adventure we are creating for ourselves. I know people who are very connected with, um, with with themselves and with the ether, everything around them. And I know people, of course, who aren't, who are closed. And I feel sorry for the people who only believe what they've been taught at school and what they can see and touch because they're missing out on so much. Yeah, and I try and explain to them some of the amazing coincidences. That, they happen all the time, like yesterday. I, 
I said a sentence that another person was writing down, but I wasn't looking at them. I was, I was just talking out loud something else. I, I Word for word, said the same sentence that they just finished writing. So it was in their mind. And I was obviously connected to their mind. But you try and explain to someone who is um, sceptical, and you, you just get nowhere. It's just, oh, you know, it's a, it's a common phrase. Of course it will happen. It's just the way it is. It's not. Yeah. So I, I often use the, the statement, or I set out the intention, that only people that are of love and light or neutral or attracted or comfortable being around me. So then I attract people that are close to my mindset. But you know, John, once in a while, I just want a vacation from not hearing or knowing things. You know, you say you feel sorry for them. Sometimes they go, oh my gosh, I just want to like not be connected for a little while. Do you ever feel like that or no? Not really. Um, That's good. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Because, well, the thing is, um, like, I, I am pretty spooky. <laughs> I, everything I do is spooky. <laughs> and spooky has grown the number of friends that I have and my appreciation for life um, enormously. And I've come to realize there's people that are so much better than myself that I admire and I strive to, to go to those, their, their level. So, um, you know, as each year passes, I make more and more friends, more, more people contact with me and, and there is no such thing as a horizon. It's always, it's always more and more and more. And so I don't, I don't ever wish that I'd never had uh, sensitivity towards um, these, the, you know, the, the, these messages. I'm always grateful. How wonderful. You're grateful, you embrace it. And that's a miraculous, fun way to go through life. It wasn't really always like that, though. I mean, in the beginning, even when Spooky first started, it was pretty much a mechanical thing, you know, doing something to help people for sure, but only on that level, not other levels. And so things have changed since then quite a lot. So it's been a massive learning curve. And, I've, and, and you know, the people that are connected um, and, the, and, and they're involved with Spooky, they're, they're giants of people. They're, so amazingly good amazingly good i can't speak highly enough of them um and to be blessed with working and and you know, to do incorporate this in innate in day-to-day work if you like if you could not want to call it work to rub shoulders with these giants you know people that are so generous with their time generous and in, in all levels is, is just awe-inspiring and so I hope, one day, I hope one day to be as good as them. <laughs> and so, no, I never, I, never, I never do wish that I, I didn't have the ability to sort of have this yeah. intuition or this, these feelings, if you like. Or, and I'm sure there are people that wish that they were as good as you. We each have our own gifts, and it's embracing who we are and what we're here to, to do and express. And I agree with you. There's, there's no horizon. I always say... When people say, what's your favorite number? I go, mine is infinity. <laughs> I think there's no limit, no limit to how good we can feel. No, no limit to the amount of joy we can feel. And uh, no limit to the other emotions too, but we try to feel the joy once more. I think, I think um, with people watching this video, if the next, next time you just get a feeling something's going to happen or do something, do it. 
and see what happens. And I think, I'm sure, I'm confident that you'll be very surprised. And don't put it down to coincidence, luck, or anything like this. Keep down that yeah. trap and then you'll realize that it's not luck. It's not just a, a draw of the cards like we did earlier on. It's, it's <laughs> there is, there Even is, that was not just a draw no, of the cards. Right. It yeah. was absolutely perfect. So there's, there's, there's more to life than what you can see and touch and taste and smell. There's so much more. Yeah. But you've got to listen. Well, let's see if I mixed it in. Oh, I mixed it in. I was going to show everyone the card that you pulled. But, um, and, and that's a good point. It's not just the senses. We, we have our senses through which we experience life. But if someone else senses something, don't discount it either. Just like if you have a dog that hears a noise that yes. you can't hear, you don't say to the dog, you're crazy, <laughs> right? We believe the dog. Why not believe each other? When you get it, we say, Monica, you know, I really think that you should try program XYZ on the spooky. Mm. I'm not going to say you're crazy. You're, you're hearing stuff that doesn't exist. Instead, embrace it. Have some fun. How is this for um, something funny? Um, one of the um, online participants, he says they, they, they're fish hears them and, and the fish gives messages. Isn't, isn't that funny? And, and yeah, this, this actually irritates me. People say fish are stupid, but they look stupid because we put them inside glass bowls. And they say fish can have got a memory of three seconds. Well, that's been proven to be wrong. Fish are actually really smart, but we don't, they're smarter on different, in different ways. And this viewer gets counseling from their fish. Isn't that amazing? Perfect. <laughs> And really, that whole concept about animals, uh, they don't have the ego like we do that's sure. doubting everything. They do follow their intuition. They mm. do follow their calling. That's right. So they're, not, they're not on antidepressants because, you know, they just do whatever they do and they feel good <laughs> living their lives. <laughs> you never see a fish on antidepressants. <laughs> For, for is there, are there things that you can do in day-to-day -day life to improve your mood? Now we're just talking about depression. Are there things, are there every day-to-day -day things that we can do to try and negate negative thoughts? I would, I would say so. I would say that keeping your energy field clear is yes. very good because if you are intuitive, whether you know you are or not, yes. you can pick up other people's feelings and it gets very confusing. Yes. Saying just like you picked up that person's thoughts when they were writing something. Mm. If they're thinking something negative and you're not aware that you're picking up someone else's thoughts, you're thinking, why am I thinking these negative things? And it isn't even you. Right? That's, That's why I like the visualization of keeping the steel around you so that you have the intention of not paying attention to other people's stuff. Another thing that you can do is before bed, write down three things that you're grateful for. Because whatever you do just before bed is what you carry into your nighttime, right? So if you have feelings of gratitude before sleep, you're going to sleep with gratitude. <laughs> yeah. So with the book that I wrote, um, I'm trying yes. to add, the book that I wrote, 
I, I created some journals in case people wanted to use them. So one of the things I talk about is gratitude. So you can write down three things that you're grateful for. A friend of mine did a 30-day gratitude challenge. Amazing. He said it was the most transformational thing he did, where every night he wrote down 30 things he was grateful for. I don't think we have to get that excessive. And in 30 days, he was not allowed to repeat any of them. Gosh. So, so then the whole day, it makes you look for things that you're grateful for. It puts your mindset always looking. Oh, there's a beautiful flower. I'm going to write that tonight. Or this, I love the shape of that cloud. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful <laughs> that the person opened the door for me. You know, because then you have this attitude of gratitude. Yeah. And I thought, he, he, found it, he found it transformational. I'm more like, eh, three things is good. Something else you can do, because I'm also a body language trainer, yes. is the way you hold your body yes. will also affect your mood. Interesting. If you're sitting like this all the time or looking at your phone, where's my phone? You're looking at your phone like this, it will make you feel less powerful. They did some research, University of British Columbia did research. They were trying to determine if there was a body language expression for winners and losers. They studied uh, pictures and videos of people at the Olympic Games at the end of races, as well as the Paralympic Games, meaning they studied videos of people that were congenitally blind, they were born blind, because they wanted to know if the expressions of being a winner or a loser was innate, yes. that were born with it, or if it's learned. And it was the same result all over the planet. Everybody from the, your side to my side of the planet, whether they were sighted athletes or blind athletes, all did the same thing. Now, I don't run races, but when I figure out a complex math problem, I get pretty excited. Like, yes, so winners, you know, imagine you're crossing over a finish line, you've won, your hands are up, your head is high, your chest is up, right? And if you lose the race, you essentially want to return to the womb. And, it <laughs> down. and some athletes at the end of races, some people even fall to the ground in a fetal position. Hmm. So if we have these expressions when we feel the emotions, we can do the opposite. So if you stand like a winner, if you stand like a winner, you're going to feel more like a winner. If you stand all closed off, you're going to feel closed off. Mind follows body. Yeah, we're our bodies and minds are connected. So if you keep your chest up and if you're one of my clients every time she feels anxious she'll do the superman pose you know with your feet shoulder width apart and stand like this and she'll stand like this for a little while and she will feel better another thing you can do is put on a happy face now it can't be fake happy but when our face has an emotion uh, when our face imitates someone else's emotion, we will start to feel that feeling. So 
So we can control that. If you're not feeling that great, you can even, there was a research study where people put pencils in their mouths to force them not to, not to frown. And they, report, <laughs> and they reported feeling better. <laughs> yes, you walk around. You can't, you can't do that all day, can you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well if, you're, if you're doing math problems, it just looks like you're really smart and thinking. <laughs> In the car when the guy next to you is uh, like a guy. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So different things that you can do to help yourself feel better. Yeah. Right. Well, those are all simple steps. Now, you've mentioned your books. How can people buy them? Ah, thank you for asking. Yes. Uh, you can buy them anywhere in the world through Amazon.com. Okay. And if you're in the States, you can also buy them through my website, Body Soul Bridge. And on Amazon, uh, the journals are only available in print because we have to write things down for them to be embedded in our minds. Okay. Okay. But the book itself is available as well on Amazon as an ebook. And as a gift to everybody who's watching, if anybody would like a free 15 minute consultation with me, they can go to monicalevin.com and just pick a time slot and then we're set. You just call me at that time. If you're international and you have WhatsApp, you can call me using WhatsApp. Or if you're in North America, you can call me with regular phone. It's very generous of you. Thank you. Well, fun. I appreciate being here and, and uh, it fulfills my mission to help, help people feel better. That's what I'm here for. You're a wonderful, beautiful person, Monica. Thank you so much for your time. It's been fantastic having you on our show. It's been a lot of fun. And thanks for playing along. You're a great participant. <laughs> well, it gave me a bit of a break. I don't care that 15,000 people are watching me. I'll close my eyes if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Just relax. Close your eyes. <laughs> Normally, at the end of a samurai, I ask the expert to um, leave on a positive note to give you know, a final sentence of uh, something uplifting. But the whole summer here has been uplifting yeah. with, um, with positive answers to questions that people may have, P positive solutions, I should say. There is a way to find answers, and the answers are actually inside, aren't they? they actually... Exactly, yeah. You just have to... But I just encourage people, have fun with it. Have fun with it. Treat your life like a magical adventure. Because, you know, I don't understand anything about Spooky 2. You're the one that designed it. You're the one that knows it. I just think, wow, it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it actually is magic. I've got, a, I've got a box called Magic Box, and I use the parts from that to do <laughs> to <make> it. <laughs> is It's constructed for magic. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it is. It's all magic. So thank you very much for accepting our um, desperate pleas to be on our show. Anytime, it's been uh, just so much fun. Thank you. Okay, and thank you, thank you, everyone, for watching. So until next week, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> well, that's been very enjoyable. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Um, oh, I, I didn't know you were a spooky person. I, I try normally during these summers. I avoid talking about spooky. Would you believe I? I do it because the focus is on other areas, you know. And I thought, great, we're going to talk about. Um, pendulums and I've got my 
Now I've got my Mr. Pendulum who who's Oh, you should have shown that. <laughs> Mr. Pendulum has never actually let me down. He's never given How me wonderful. when that should have been a no. Everything that I've asked has been true. It's transparent. I carry him carry with him in my bag, so he's been on the trips to the temples and um <laughs> everywhere <laughs> wonderful people that use pendulums often they they often don't let other people touch them and it, when they when you buy one people will um what do, put it in the moonlight and the sunlight soak it in salt water somehow a cleansing rit ritual so that it's yeah. really attuned to you so you can get good answers yeah i haven't I haven't given mr pendulum ever a detox um well, I'm sure it's infused with you. Yeah, I've never sort of felt a need. Yeah, but yeah, never let me down. It's really remarkable. Oh, you know, bang on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even to the weather, is it going to rain today? Even there, it's accurate. Wow. So um, they could be. I have a friend. I have a friend who uh, uses her intention to move storms so they don't come near her house. She has a weather app. She watches where the storms are and she tells them to go elsewhere. And she's always able to move the weather. It's amazing. That is, that is incredible. Or you could try that next time. If your pendulum says it's going to, you know, have a snowstorm, see if you can get it to not snow on your property. Oh, I think the uh, authorities are a little bit suspicious when they see a little square <laughs> around the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> of no snow. I don't know whether But they I'm, won't know it's you. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm that powerful, Monica. But I mean, I've, I've got a very open mind and I'll give it a try. Actually, there's been, I might have closed too early because there's one question that came through. Oops. And it came through at the beginning. So I'm so sorry. Can I ask this question? There, there, it looks like there's still people on Facebook. So maybe the person is still here. Okay, let's. Um, he, they're asking, can you muscle test programs for other people? Uh, yes. I always tell people that you can answer questions for other people by connecting to their divine mind. Okay, and how do you do that? Let's see. I have a, just a picture yes. just to give a visual. Let's see if I can find it. So it's kind of this idea. You know, you're connected to your divine mind yes. and you connect to the other person. Yes. Now, if you're doing muscle testing, um, you can muscle test them. Yes. Uh, if someone is at a distance, you can do it through your divine mind, through the meditation we did. Yes. Or like for years when I would do muscle testing for food intolerances with people, if there was a child that can't hold their arm up, yes. they'd sit on mom or dad's lap and I would test the child through the person. It's called surrogate testing. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you once again. I'll let you get on with the evening. Thank okay, you for your so. time. And thank you for the advice you've given. It's solid gold. I'm going to um, practice some of the things that you've suggested. I really yeah, let me know what happens. I'm really intrigued with this. Just putting your, um, your hand there and the fingers. Different, everyone's, yeah. I guess, right? So it's no single one way. And so yes. you may find that a lot of things don't work and then, and then by chance discover something that does work. So it might be a little well, tone. Your red, and, your red and green indications on the spooky that yeah. you were talking about. 
I had a client, she couldn't feel her pendulum, she couldn't do muscle testing, but if she closed her eyes and she asked a question, a color would flash. She'd get a green flash in her mind for a yes, a red would flash for a no, and if it was purple, she knew that she had to ask more questions. Okay. Isn't that or another client, Yeah, another client couldn't feel muscle testing or feel his pendulum. Yes. So we just had him say, show me what a yes feels like. And he would feel this lightness in his chest. And he said, show me what a no feels like. And it felt like he had been punched in the gut. Oh. So you feel it in the body. Yes, no, yes, no. And everyone can find their own way. Right. Connecting to their intuition, their guidance, their divine mind. Right. Just try and be sensitive. Maybe it's... Um... I guess when you're when you're trying to determine which way works best for you, it'll be best maybe in a semi-meditative state, or at least not having much external stimuli to distract, so you're sensitive Absolutely. to body changes. Maybe, Absolutely, that's great advice. Maybe when you're in the twilight zone, just before you're falling asleep, when you're, when you're pondering about the day. Yeah. Or, um, I don't know about you, but I often get answers when I first wake up when my brain can't resist. I get them. You know, you're thinking about a, a, a problem you're having at work. Yeah. And then when you wake up, the answer's there. I think that's because your mind is not there to block it. And anything is possible. Everyone can fly in their sleep. Yeah, so maybe we just need to take lots of naps. <laughs> <laughs> but then nothing will get done. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for coming on our show. <laughs> it's been, I've really enjoyed this summer. Thank you. Thank you, Monica. You me take too. me too. Thank you. Love and to everyone, everybody. And I'll, I'll catch you everyone next week. Take care, everyone. Keep on passing yeah. love forwards. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.